Welcome to the Fun Astrology Podcast, Tuesday, July 12th. Thomas Miller, glad you are here. Boy, I'll tell you what, we had an incredible healing convergence on Sunday night. If you guys, the replay just doesn't capture what happens live. If you guys are at all free at 8 o'clock on Sunday evenings, we'd love to have you join us. It's in our Facebook group, Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast listeners, or you can also join Simulcast chat and everything else, just like you were in the Facebook group, on our YouTube channel, and that's the Fun Astrology Podcast YouTube channel. All right, let's talk about a couple of things going on today, and then what I really wanted to spend most of today looking ahead at some aspects so that you can be aware of where these applying aspects are, the ones getting stronger, so that we can zigzag these things and kind of avoid this emotional roller coaster that we've been on. For today, not much. The moon moves into Capricorn at 5 o'clock this morning. All times on the podcast are always Eastern time zone. Then this evening, we have the sun sextiling the north node. Whenever you see that, you start to think, hmm, there should be a moon wobble then before too long. Ah, yes, correct. It starts next Wednesday the 20th, and it peaks on August 10th, but we'll give you a countdown on that. The moon wobble, usually in its first 7 to 10 days, is when it's the most punchy, if you will. So we'll keep an eye on it, but the alert is out today. The sun sextiles the north node. Now, that's not all the way until quarter to midnight, but it is happening under today's calendar. Tomorrow, the full moon. Of course, we've talked about that yesterday, and we'll dissect that tomorrow. But it's the full moon, the brightest moon. So if you would like to see the moon in its greatest splendor, that will be tonight. If it is clear where you are, I would go grab a picture of it because it'll be at its most brilliant of the year. The moon is as close as it gets to the Earth on this orbit, and so that's why this is the supermoon. Also, it is about as far out of bounds as it can get. It's all the way up at tomorrow, 26 degrees, 41 minutes out of bounds. That's to the southern declination. So hang on to your full moon hats because we've got a wild and crazy moon that's just doing whatever it wants to do. Those of you kind of putting two and two together would say, uh, Hey, Thomas, is that moon going to be out of bounds when the moon wobble hits? Great question. No, it will not. It will be way back in bounds, only at seven degrees, but it will be out of bounds through or up until Friday. Now, I circled a couple of days on my Honeycomb Monthly Planner, and I just thought maybe we'd talk about these for a quick second here. Circled Thursday. I mean, obviously today, with the moon moving into Capricorn, has some significance because it puts it in that same sign as the Pluto return. Somebody was asking me yesterday, well, how will that affect the markets? I'm like, we don't have a precedent. You know, the thing is, we just have never been down this road before. So we really don't know. So this has put our observation glasses on, not our interpretation or prediction glasses, because we just really don't have anything to to say that here's what happened in the past. It's likely this could happen in the future. So we observe. So we'll talk about tomorrow's aspects around the full moon. But Thursday, definitely Venus squares Neptune and also the moon enters Aquarius. Both of those take place pre-dawn in the United States. So I'm kind of thinking things around relationships, things around money, maybe revelations, insights, combined with a fierce degree to kind of pull back into one's autonomy with that moon entering Aquarius. 
Saturday is another date we might circle because Mercury will conjoin the sun that afternoon. It's in Cancer, not a major aspect, but it is something I think that is worth saying. Well, we're in the applying energy of that all week. You know, that kind of emphasizes, too, not only the Venus squaring Neptune, where maybe some things might come to light that we didn't expect or new revelations, but also this Mercury conjoining the sun could also bring new knowledge to the table. One more here I would point out, actually two more on Sunday. Listen to this. On Sunday morning, Mercury trines, we just talked about it, Neptune, and then Sunday evening, the sun trines Neptune. So let's back that up, rewind. Thursday, Venus squares Neptune. Sunday, Mercury in the morning, the sun in the afternoon, both trines. Now just think synthesis for a second. If you have Venus sitting there with a solo isolated square that pretty well just comes and goes right after a full moon, and then you have two planetary trines, including one of the luminaries, three days later, which do you think is going to be dominant? Yeah, the sun and the Mercury aspect on that same day, because they are the same day, gives extra emphasis to that trine with Neptune. And since we're in this big, long Neptune retrograde anyway, that's just going to open up those antennas. So really what you could do for this week is play your spiritual game full on because we are moving toward that on Sunday. It's going to get stronger every day. Don't inhibit it. Don't block it. If there's stuff in the way, like be really proactive. This is what I would be doing, what I will be doing, being very proactive to getting rid of those obstructions. And, you know, we're in a time right now where I think we have to be more proactive at making sure that we are spiritually pure. There's nothing wrong with shoring up home base first. You learned this as a child when you flew on an airplane for the first time. Mommy, mommy, what's she saying about the mask? Well, honey, she's saying that I have to put mine on first before I can put yours on. Mommy, why? I want my mask on first. It's because if I don't put mine on, I could pass out, and then I wouldn't be able to help you. See you tomorrow. 